Well, bless you all. Thank you so much for coming out. Won't you give faith worship a big, big round of applause for the sacrifice and the energy and for voices. Uh, thank God they, they don't sing off very often. They don't play off very often. <laughs> thank God for that. Amen. Can you imagine what a mess it would be if they would sing off? Or if they would play music off? Can you imagine? To all of you that are online, that are watching online, thank you so much for making yourself available. Please make yourselves comfortable at home. Put away all distractions, all of you that are here as well. Speaking to all of you and all of you online, thank you so much. The Lord bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please keep in touch with us the whole week. Download our podcast on Spotify. Listen to the messages in your car every day. Repetition brings revelation. Amen. Uh, you can catch up on YouTube and Facebook. And please, every morning prayer, as Tracy has mentioned to you, every morning prayer, I will send out a video tomorrow morning, I promise. You all will get it on <clears throat> all your groups. And we'll be praying for specific things in this week going forward. Every morning prayer at 9 o'clock. Sometimes God just wants to see your obedience. That's what he just instructed me this week. We, we know we, we, we want the breakthrough and want, want the blessing. But sometimes God just wants to see your obedience. Can you sacrifice time for him like how we sacrifice time for you? Amen. Okay, you ready for the word this morning? Firstly, I want you to please uh, show appreciation to my son on the piano. Uh, I, I, I love boasting about my children. If you don't mind... There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, please, some enthusiasm. Yes, thank you. He was on level three music. He's now on level five music. He, he passed me. <laughs> His instructor and teacher at school said he is so good, he doesn't need to go to level four. They put him on to level five music. <clears throat> and my middle son, you know who he is, right? He's not sure today. He received a bursary from the Kuro head for next year because of his academic performance this year. <laughs> they sent me a personal uh, uh, email straight from his own personal email. said, Mr. Moodley, we are glad to inform you because of your son's performance in this year, he'll be receiving a bursary for next year. And based on his performance next year, we'll review it in 2021 for 2022. <laughs> Praise God. I'm allowed to boast about my children. See, normally pastors are very, very scared to talk about their families because they always think that the people don't like their families and the people just want to attack the pastor's families. But I know I have a church that loves me and loves my family and prays for us and esteems us and honors us and appreciates the word that we give you. So when I tell you how good my children are doing, that is like for you to know that you can also do it as well and you can also achieve much and it's more emphasis for you to keep us more in prayer in the name of Jesus. Amen? Yeah, I need to trust you. I can't hide myself from you. I need to trust you to know that you are praying for me as much as I am praying for you. Because prayer is a two-way communication, right? So it has to be a two-way communication here as well in the spirit. I always say, 
I wish God can show us what goes on in the spirit. If we only knew what goes on in the spirit, or only could see what goes on in the spirit, our lives will change and will never be the same again. Amen. I have done for the in the past year four funerals. Sila. Three of them were done under lockdown. All non-covid relate, related, I might add. And I've been asking God, why? Why four funerals in one year? Three under lockdown in the past 5 months? Come on. And the Lord gave me an answer through my wife I might add if you can please go to Isaiah chapter 57 and the answer is in clear sight Isaiah chapter 57 I'm going to read you my translation first which is the New King James version my copy of the Bible reads The righteous perishes and no man takes it to heart. Merciful men are taken away while no one considers that the righteous is taken away from evil. Verse 2 says he shall enter into peace. They shall rest in their beds each one walking in his uprightness. I'm going to read you now the New Living Translation. And the topic of uh the subject on Isaiah chapter 57 is premature death is often a blessing. And this is what the New Living Translation says. Good people pass away. The godly often die before their time. But no one seems to care or wonder why. No one seems to understand that God is protecting them from the evil to come For those who follow godly paths will rest in peace when they die Now you know why people die before their time and why good people go first It's because God is protecting them from the evil to come they are too good to still remain on this earth they are good enough for heaven and that's why he allows them to come up and receive them before evil takes them this is why our loved ones and your loved ones die before they die while they still young Isaiah 57 go and study it all right sila you ready for the word of god i'm going to try not to be too long all right it's exact, exactly quarter to we'll try and be done by quarter past amen go to ephesians chapter 3 didn't say amen on that so i don't know whether you want me to go longer or whether you want me to go shorter so i'm just going to go by the spirit of god amen you didn't give me directions so i have to listen to the spirit of god is that fine okay ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 and 21 it reads now to him who is able underline the word able 
underline it scratch it make it bold very very bold 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 if you have a smart bible then you can highlight it you can make it even fancy change the font if you want to now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever amen there was once a man many years ago in the 80s he stood up in his church in america and he said a statement that shocked the nation and he said prayer changes nothing and i want to make that statement today that prayer changes nothing god changes everything prayer changes nothing and he went on to say god changes things not prayer it is our connection in our prayer through that faith that allows that activates god to if i can use a terminology please don't mis- misinterpret it to then answer your prayer it is our prayer that that stirs up faith within us and god answers that faith and answers your prayer you got it So God doesn't uh, prayer doesn't change anything God changes everything One does not learn to pray by studying prayer one learns to pray by studying the God who answers prayer This is the message of this text If you don't know this is a doxology a doxology is a short hymn of praise that's simply what it means you can go deep into it but a doxology is simply a short hymn of praise this is simply a doxology verse 20 verse 21 and from verse 20 to 21 this is simply a statement this is the message of this text about prayer ephesians chapter 1 15 to 23 talks about a prayer for understanding ephesians chapter 3 14 to 21 is a prayer for strength is a prayer for strength and verse 20 to 21 records a closing prayer for strength if you can go to verse 14 and 15 and 16 it says Ephesians chapter 3 14:15 and 16 For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man This is Paul writing to the people of Ephesus and he's telling them this and he's explaining them and he's giving them a prayer he is praying this prayer Verse 17 to 19 records the results of this prayer what will happen if God answers this prayer Verse 20 to 21 closes with a doxology or a statement of praise I'm laying a foundation please stay with me. I'm going to speak a bit slowly so you can hear me and let everything register in. 
the prayer request in this prayer is sandwiched between big statements about god verse 14 to 15 paul describes god in whom every family in heaven and on earth is named and verse 20 he addresses god as the one who is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than we ask or think the very structure of this prayer is intended to teach us that effective prayer is always god centered now don't be quiet on me i need you to catch revelation we'll start preaching just now going a bit slow but don't be quiet on me catch revelation catch revelation your prayer needs to be god centered not you centered Uh, not man centered not about what i want what i desire but it's god centered what you will what you desire yes he gives you your desire of your heart but he first says delight he answers you according to his will not your will your prayer always must be god centered in your prayer if you are doing more than talking about yourself there is a problem The reason why we have prayer and the reason why we can pray and the reason why we have worship is always to make God the center of it and to give him glory and to give him praise that's why he he created us that is the center of prayer that is the foundation of prayer that is the reason for prayer is to give him glory it's not about what you want it's not just about what what we need Are you excited about your daughter she sang was a little bit little bit nervous first time up on stage on Sunday morning yeah come on you can do a little bit better than that Let's show a little bit appreciation you see the vision is all about love and appreciation not about keeping quiet and talking and gossiping about one another huh amen come on now the love covers a multitude of sin It's all about love, showing love to one another, appreciating one another. What does the word say? Esteeming one another. I esteem you to sing better than me. I esteem you to one day lead worship. Don't limit yourself in the name of Jesus. Don't look at yourself as small. As David as a small man, the eighth son, they chose him instead of the first seven. He looked at the the last one, the little one. Don't let anyone look at you as little. As long as you have it in you, you got your eyes focused and listen to mommy and daddy. God can do big things. I say that as a prophecy over your life. Take it or receive it in the name of Jesus. Thank you Jesus. I give you praise. You should always know that in your prayer God is always able. Never ever pray a prayer thinking that he is not able. Don't just say a prayer just out of formality because it's something that you do at 9 o'clock in the morning or it's something that you do as when you get up, you brush your teeth, you have a shower and you go beside your bed at half past 6 in the morning, whatever time it is and you do it out of a ritual. Always know that in your prayer God is able to do 
He is able. You will see just now, I'll show you three, three, uh, three ways, three things. He's able, he's able, he's able. We should always declare his greatness and end with a session of praise to him who is able. We sometimes short circuit our prayer by saying amen too fast. Let me give you a few scriptures. Psalm 50 verse 15. Call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. I'm delivering you because I want you to give me glory. I'm listening to your prayer. I, I, I love to listen to your prayer. I will deliver you and you will give me glory for delivering you. It's not anybody else. You see, God is literally telling you to the scripture. No one else can do it for you. I'm the only one that can answer, that can do it for you. And I'll show you, I'll prove it to you. I'm the only one that can do it. And I will give you, and you will give me glory for it. Nobody else but just me. The Bible says he's a jealous God. The purpose of prayer is not merely to answer the answer you receive, but for the glory of God, for the glory to God. We shouldn't wait for the answer to prayer before we praise God. We should always praise Him. His praise shall continually be on my lips. At all times, I will praise the Lord. I will exalt the Lord. Not just when you answer me, but I will praise you before I ask. I will praise you while I'm asking. I will praise you while I'm waiting. Hello. I will praise you and I'll praise you and I'll praise you and I'll praise you and I'll praise you. In the morning, in the noonday, in the, in the darkness, right in the valley, in the mountaintop, I will praise you. I will praise you. I will praise you. Let me hear somebody have a revelation this morning and give him just a few seconds of praise. Come on. Even though he hasn't answered you yet, I will praise you. Now let me ask you, let me ask you a question very, very quickly. How many of you desperately, now this is serious, not, not just, okay, I'm trusting God uh, to bless me tomorrow. I'm trusting God for safety. No, no, no. You, you, you seriously, you are in need of a miracle, of a breakthrough in your life. How many of you desperately, you need God to do something? You need an answer from God. Throw your hands up. You need God to give you an answer. You need God to give you an answer. Okay, I, I've, been, I've been waiting upon God the whole week for this. And God has been speaking to me. God gave me a word for the church and he told me tell my people you ready for it he gave me a word for you just for you and he told me tell my people here it is here it is I'm gonna answer no 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 okay before you before you before you get excited oh thank you very very much I appreciate you thank you so much for thank you thank you thank you I appreciate it wow I didn't expect that response but thank you thank you thank you I thought you will, you, will, you will tell me, yeah, but, okay, fine. Obviously, he's going to say that because we're all saying that we need an answer. Obviously, he's going to tell the church, I, I'm going to answer. Yeah, fine. He's going to say that, obviously. But, you know, uh, I, I read in Scripture 
that the Bible says that he always speak to the spoke to the servant and he told the servant go and tell my people You see sometimes we wait for upon God to give us a specific direct word speak to me Lord tell me what you want just a specific word that's just for me God spoke to the servant and he told him go and tell my church Go and tell my people He told Moses go and tell my people He spoke to Joshua He spoke to Noah He spoke to Gideon He spoke to Elijah and Elisha He spoke to Paul He spoke to his son Jesus He spoke to Nehemiah, Zechariah, Zephaniah. He told them all, go and tell my people. He gave me a word this week just for you. And he told his servant, go and tell my people. I'm going to answer. I'm going to answer. That's my title this morning. I said, Lord, but it's a simple word. And obviously you're going to say you're going to answer. Yeah, but I'm telling you as my servant, go and tell my people like I told Moses, like I told Noah, like I even told Daniel. But you know when I told them so, nobody wanted to listen. They took their time to listen and that's why they still fell into torment. But if they only listened on the first time, So here's a word from you for you. If you only listen right now without judging it, without questioning in it, you will receive. I'm going to answer. I'm going to answer. Now let me ask you again, how many of you need an answer from God? Throw your hands up. And he says, I'm going to answer. I'm going to answer. But it happens in my time and not in your time. Because if he answers in my time, it probably wouldn't work. Because I have all these things going through my mind exactly how I want it to work and it's probably going to fail. But if you answer in your time because he's omniscient, he knows all things, if he answers in his time, it definitely will work but you see the thing is it has to work according to his plan and it has to work for him to get all the glory and not for you to get a pat on your back i did it i made it through look at me i finished my studying i did the i got the degree I got the job. Hey, I got the family. I have arrived. No. It has to be all about him. It has to be all about him. I don't mean I do. Able to do far more. More than what we think or ask. In other words God's power is infinitely beyond us. It's beyond us. Jeremiah 32 verse 17 I love this I couldn't wait to say this. Jeremiah 32 verse 17 says, "Ah, Lord God, 
behold another version of the bible that i read says ayo lord god behold i was convinced right there and then that jeremiah was indian ayo lord god behold ayo you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm ayo lord god don't you nay how you play me like this exact is nothing too hard for you i'm convinced that jeremiah was indian <laughs> and he got revelation right there that this god really created everything that i see around me and on earth and heaven everything he got revelation right there and he said to himself truly there is nothing too difficult for you All the Jeremiah's really need to catch this revelation that there is nothing too difficult for him to do in all of your lives Acts 20:32 says so now brethren I command you to God and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. We're going to see that God says he is able to make, he is able to do and he is able to keep and here he says his word is able to build. His word is able to build you. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 8 which is and God is able to make all grace Wow, there it is. Grace abound to you that she always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. God is able to make just a little bit grace. Just some grace. No. Just a 10% of grace. All grace abound to you. How if you need grace throw your hands and take it all Take it all in the name of Jesus I need grace I don't need just some I need all the grace Take it all in the name of Jesus Hey I need all grace to abound to me Jude 24 Jude doesn't have any chapter it's just a verse Jude 24 Now to him who is able to keep you from falling to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his whole of his glory with exceeding joy he is able to do above what we ask jesus says ask and it will be given ask and it will be given ask and it will be given now you might say okay what about things that i don't know about What about things that I don't know how to pray about? You know things that that you don't know how to bring before God or things that you're not con- uh, not aware of? What about those things? Look at what it says. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all what we ask or think. If it's in your mind, if you can think it, he is able to do above that. He's able to do above what you think. 
The God that is omnipotent is also the God that is omniscient. He knows all things and he's able to answer what you don't even have words to articulate. What you can't even pray for, he is able to even answer those prayers. What you can't even say, he's able to do above that in his name, Jesus. What you don't have words to pray, what you don't have words to say, he's he's able. He's able. He's able. He says I'm going to answer because I'm able. I'm going to answer because I'm able to. I'm going to answer because I'm able to. I'm going to answer because I'm able to. I'm able. He is able. How much of what we ask or think is God able to do? Good question. Read the text again. It says above all. Not just some, all. I'm able to do above all. Let me tell you this, there's nothing too hard for God. There is no burden that God cannot lift. There is no door that God cannot open. There is no enemy that God cannot defeat. There is no need that God cannot provide. There is no problem that God cannot solve. There is no sickness that God cannot heal. And surely there is no sin that God cannot forgive. God can take you from one job to another and still give you your own business idea. Wow, that's for someone here this morning. God can heal your marriage and give you the passion and wisdom to help other struggling marriages. But there's good news and there's bad news. Listen carefully. The good news and the bad news is in the same text. You want God to do it for you? You want God to do it for you? He said he can do it far more than what you think or ask. You want God to stay out of your life? Guess what? He can do it far more than what you think or ask. Jude 24. This is a letter that Jude Jude is a half brother of Jesus. is a brother of James he introduces himself in verse 1 he's writing this letter and he says that he is able to keep you from falling he's able to keep you from stumbling he is able he's not only able to do more exceedingly abundantly he's not only able to make all grace abound to you but he is able to keep you a story of a father and son walking down the road and the son held his father's finger and as they were walking sure enough the son hit a stone and and the five year old son and he fell to the ground bruised himself fell flat to the ground father ran and picked him up 
picked him up and dusted him off and said, are you fine? Are you okay? And they started walking again. Well, obviously now the son held his father's finger and fingers even more tighter. True story. Even more tighter. And sure enough, he hit another stone while he's trying to skip and he fell and hit the ground and his father picked him up. Son, are you okay? And the son had a idea. He said, Dad, instead of me holding your hand, what an you hold my hand. And when the father held his son's hand and started walking, sure enough, he never fell again. He kept on walking because every time when he was going to fall, the father picked him up and the father kept him. Here's the word of the Lord. God is able to keep you when you are not able to keep yourself. Sila moment, I give you a chance to receive revelation. You see, I don't just carry on. I give you a chance to receive revelation. Let it sink in. Because this word might not be for you right now, but around the corner. <laughs> because he is omniscient, not you, not me. We don't know all things, but he knows all things. I'm going to answer because I'm able. Exceedingly abundantly. Listen to this very, very carefully. This is what uh, I saw in Google. <laughs> Exceedingly abundantly. In a degree beyond what is usual. God works in me in an excessive, overflowing manner that is profuse and above the ordinary of what I could ever think or ask. According to or in a manner consistent with his power that works in me. The Bible says the same power that raised Christ from the dead is alive in you and I. Another version says the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. This is the Holy Spirit. This particular scripture is the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you. According to the spirit that works in you. You turn it around. It's according to the praise that you give unto God. He works all things abundantly, exceedingly, far more than what you think or ask, but according to the praise that you give unto him. It's fine, I'll clap for myself. <laughs> I clapped at home when I got this revelation. And I heard this word and I clapped for myself. So thank you, Lord. Exceedingly. I'm almost done. A few more minutes. Exceedingly. I'm able to exceed your expectations. I'm able to exceed your expectations. Abundantly, I'm able to give you what you want in abundance. Listen very carefully. You need a promotion? He's able to promote you. To a position that you're not even qualified for. That's in abundance. Favor with your boss will give you a happy meal at the end of the day. Favor with him will give you the meal every day. He's going to answer because he's able. Now Jeremy, I need you to just step out of the drums for a second please. You know why he's able? Because he's done it before. 
That's why he's able. He's able because he has done it before. Master, how is God able? He's able because he has done it before. He knows he's able because he has done it before. He's going to answer. Why is he going to answer? Because he's able to answer. Why is he able to answer? Because he has done it before. Oh, you might say, okay, uh, Rowan, you know what? Can you play the drums? Do you know how to play the drums? Yeah, I know how to play the drums. I know how to play the drums. Let me show you. Yeah, I know how to play the drums. You know why? Because I'm able to. Because I've done it before. Rowan, you know what? Hey, are you able to go run and jump over the pulpit and land in the front? You know what? No, I'm not able to. You know why? Because I've never done it before. God is able. He's able to do it for you. Because he's done it before. That's why he was able to raise himself up from the dead. No big deal. Why? Because he's done it before. You remember I healed that centurion servant? I raised a 12-year-old girl from the dead. I even raised up, raised up Lazarus. And that was after four days. Me? Three days? No big deal. I can do it. I can do it. They put a rock in a rock, placed on a rock, covered by a rock, concealed by a rock. They wrapped me up in linen cloth. They tried to mummify me. I even left the cloth behind. You think that I cannot raise your dead situation and bring it back to life? I'm going to do it because I've done it before. I'm going to do it because I've done it before. God is able to turn your dead situation around. God is able to do it for you. He's able to answer because he's able, because he's done it before. If I've done it before, I'm going to do it again. And if I'm going to do it again, I can do it again and again and again and again and again and again and again. You see, my arm is not too short. I never sleep and I never slumber. I don't get tired of blessing you. I don't get tired of giving you what you deserve. I don't get tired of giving you what you want. I'm going to answer because you deserve it. I'm going to answer because I'm able to. Because I know I can. I know I can. I don't need to think about it. I know I can answer you. I don't need to try and put it in your perspective. I know I can answer you. Because we serve a God that has done it before. Hey, who am I preaching to? If it's done it before, he can do it for you again and again and again. I'll go and preach myself happy. He is able. I'm going to answer. I'm going to answer. Don't give up. I'm going to answer. Don't quit on me. I'm going to answer. Maybe your wife quit on you. Maybe your husband quit on you. Maybe your friends gave up on you. Maybe your job gave up on you. 
I will never turn my back away from you because I created you in my image and in my likeness. When I look at you, I look at me and I created you for my pleasure. I'm going to answer. Can you wait for me to answer? I'm going to answer because I'm able to do beginning was the word and the word was with God go before that God but who created God go before that it was God go before that it was God and everything around us he created it the tree that you see on the outside it wasn't man that did that with all the technology they can't create a tree like the way I can I did that look at yourself in the mirror you think man can create that you think they can perfect the perfection that I've perfected in you uh uh he did that. He did that. And he's going to do for you. He's going to make you. And he's going to keep you. Stand up to your feet.